Well, hey, everybody, we are back. It's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And back in the studio again this week, realty expert John Brodine. How you doing, John? Uh, let me give you some volume there. How good. you doing, John? I'm good, John. How are you? <laughs> good. Uh, last week, we got to know a little bit about you, or on, uh, what was it, Wednesday, not last week already, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, learned a lot of good things about you, but uh, I, I figured it's probably time to talk more about realty things uh, today. And uh, one thing I want to know about, and, and coming from a realty expert like you, I know you're going to give us the right answers, but are there steps to get ready to buy a new home? I mean, even... Before you go start looking at new homes, are there certain things that you should do? Yes, yep. Um, and this, this is something we get asked a lot. Uh, and and so this is this is what the most prepared, probably like the smartest home buyers are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- we broke it down into kind of five easy steps. Okay. Uh, the first step is going to be contact your agent and begin a relationship. So you know you're going to be moving. Maybe your lease is coming up on your apartment, or you're outgrowing the home that you're in now, or whatever. Um, you want to get a hold of that agent because when you're buying a home, it doesn't cost you anything to have an agent. Mm-hmm. So the earlier you get in touch with your agent, um, the more value you get out of that transaction. Sure. And so start building that relationship, start communicating so that agent knows exactly what you want, what your plans are, make sure you're really clear with that agent. And that's how you're going to get the most out of it because having a having an expert on your side um, you know, if you wait till the last minute to get your expert on your side, you're not getting as much out of it. If you don't, you know, communicate well with them, so they can't really work on your behalf, you're not getting the most out of them. So in order to get the most out of them, you really want to communicate well. And so they know exactly what you want, what you need, what your timeline is, all of that. Um, and then they're really able to do their job for you and make it an easy experience, make it so you get the home of your dreams, all that. So so if I'm thinking in a couple of months down the road, I want to buy a house, it's good to get a hold of you like now yeah, and, and get exactly. that relationship going? Even earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, even earlier. If you're six months out from moving, um, that's some of, the, some of the smartest, most prepared buyers. Um, they're the ones who get in touch with us the earliest. Okay. And they, oh. they usually are the most organized and it's going to be a more streamlined um, thing. It, you know, it's, they're not making an impulse decision. They're setting themselves up for uh, yeah, no surprises, no surprises, kind of thing. no disappointments. They know what they want. They know their timeline they want to be on and they set their agent up to be able to really, really work on that forum and make it as easy on the buyer as possible. So the next thing that you're going to do um, is talk to a lender. And the reason we put talk to an agent before talk to a lender is a lot of times buyers are looking for a recommendation on who to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are the differences between a, a mortgage lender at a bank versus a mortgage broker that's independent? Um, we're able to answer a lot of those type of questions, answer questions about loan types, um, uh, put them in touch with the right person. And the main reason they need to talk to a lender early on in this, what, that's why we put it at number two. It could almost be number one. Basically, these have to happen almost at the same time mm-hmm. is you want to determine your price range. Sure. Um, this is what smart home buyers do. They don't want to set themselves up for a letdown. It maybe a, a less savvy home buyer might say, okay, I want, um, you know, I want tall ceilings. I want something built after the year 2000. I want a three-stall garage. Um, I want this, 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 and this. Okay, that's going to, you know, they start looking online. They're like, okay, I can get that for, you know, 300 starting around 350 or $400,000. Okay. So I'm going to start looking at all these houses that are 350 and 400,000 and picking out things I really like in these houses and starting to build my home search around this price range. 
And then they might not realize how much of a monthly payment that comes with, and maybe they don't qualify for that amount. Mm -hmm. Now you've got to go from looking at that price range, maybe down to like, you know, 300,000 and everything is going to be disappointing down there. And you don't want to, so you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment by doing that. Um, It's super unpleasant. I mean, if you get your expectations up really high and then you get brought back down to earth, you don't want to put yourself through that. You want it to be a fun, exciting experience. Mm -hmm. And and part of your job as being uh, a realty expert is lining up people with with their lenders. Yes. I mean, yep. you've got some connections out there. I mean, yep. that's part of your job. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so determining your price range. So getting in touch with your agent, getting in touch with your lender, and determining your price range. Those are going to be your first things that you do. Um, number three is prioritize your needs and wants, and you obviously have to make that realistic to your price range. So get a little bit of a feel for your price range um, and you know, see where in that range you want to be and then see what is most important to you. Um, maybe it's, you know, you're in the 225 range and it's really important to you to have at least a two-stall garage. You got to have a two-stall mm-hmm. garage. Uh, maybe it's important to you to have a newer furnace and a newer roof, um, newer AC. Or, you know, maybe close to schools or what neighborhood you want to be in. Ex- yes, exactly. That's a huge thing. What neighborhood you want to be in. That's mm-hmm. one of the most important things for people. Um, so figuring out your needs and wants, um, figuring out what things you have to have versus what things you're negotiable on. And then you, you know, back to the first thing, you need to communicate that to your agent. Sure. The the better you communicate that. And a good agent is going to draw that out of you too. Right. Um, Right. Cause I know that I need to know certain things from you. So finding that out is really important. And then what, um, what I'm going to do number, number five is, uh, is we're going to, send you a list of homes that meet that criteria that you're interested in. Um, and what you want to do here is you want to make like a long list, maybe like 10 or 15 homes that are your top ones um, that you're interested in for various reasons. Um, and what you're going to want to do next with this list is you're going to want to drive around town, drive by these houses, maybe even drive by them at different times of day. So you could, what you'll probably do is rule out, you know, 75% of them mm-hmm. um, because you know what areas you want to be in. You might not have known that that house was right across from this or, you know, different things that you like and dislike about different parts of town. Um, your goal with that driving around is to find out what neighborhoods that you do like, what neighborhoods you don't like, and you want to eliminate a lot of properties on that list. So this, these five things are things that you're going to get done before you even go on your first showing with your agent. Um, but this is these are the things that the most prepared home buyers are doing, setting themselves up for success mm-hmm. when they're ready to buy a house. So say um, looking at a house on the north end. Yeah. Uh, right. Lovely neighborhoods around there. Um, they go back a ways. Yep. Uh, but then again, the houses, a lot of them are older houses. But it's like I'm, I'm, I'm a big yard guy. Yeah. Uh, I love trees. They're a pain in the butt this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love them. And now, I mean, if you compare those to like the new houses going up on the south end, you know, really not any trees yet. And, and does that all come into play too when somebody's looking for a place? Yep. That's I mean, do they come- say, I want trees in my yard? Yeah, that's that's definitely, that might come into like, that's a, maybe there's two homes that are really nice and fit all of your needs and wants. Mm-hmm. And that, that could be the tiebreaker for you, you know? Sure. This one's in a really nice established neighborhood with big trees and, you know, the houses around it have big trees and it's a really nice feel. Like a lot of people love those, uh, like the tree streets, like cottonwood and yeah. walnut and chestnut mm-hmm. because they have that canopy of trees over the yeah. road. Um, that might be a deal breaker. It might be that one versus a newer neighborhood that's like 
the neighborhood west of the university, mm-hmm. uh, but you really like the feel of a more established neighborhood with trees. And so that's the house you're going to decide to offer on instead of the. Yeah. And, 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 you know, another thing um, to look at with that is uh, some of these older houses, uh, the neighborhood where you grew up in, uh, what do they call that neighborhood again? Riverside. Yeah. Oh, Riverside. Yeah. Riverside. Down in Riverside park. Yeah. But now those houses are of course older. Yep. And, but they've got the beautiful yards, yeah. beautiful neighborhood. So it's kind of a, you know, do you want a, a brand new house, you know, built on the South end, or do you want a, an established, nice old neighborhood with the beautiful trees and yeah. maybe a little bit older houses, but there's a ton of things to think about. Yeah. And that's, that's going to come down to that meeting when we're talking about your needs and wants, you know, do you want a house that's over a hundred years old? Um, you know, some people are like, yeah, I'm way more interested in that than something that's built. 20 years ago because mm-hmm. I want the character. The character, you yeah. Know, other people are like, uh, no, I'm just all about, you know, um, utility and efficiency. Yep. And yep. so I just want something that's newer and has a more uh, uh, a more usable floor plan and, you know, is more energy efficient. I don't really care about character. Everybody's different on what they prioritize. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to get a really good idea of what you're into by talking to you about that stuff. Yeah, I actually know somebody that bought one of the new houses just uh, behind the Alaris. Oh, okay. Uh, nice house, yep. and but didn't have the character yeah. they were looking for and ended up buying a house in the neighborhood we were talking about. So um, yeah. it, character means a lot to people. It you does. Know, if, uh, so growing up on, in Riverside, what uh, something that was really cool about that neighborhood, well, first off, it's in like the corner of town. The only way you're going to get there is if you are physically going there to like go to the pool or go to the park because yep. it's like kind of tucked mm-hmm. away in a corner. But it used to have the old cobblestone streets with the tracks yeah. that went through it from yeah. the old trolleys and everything. I think now after the flood, they're all gone. But it yep. was so cool. I mean, driving down those roads and yeah. there was like the roads that they had when they had, you know, wagon wheels. Yeah. I think they finally got rid of all of the cobblestone streets because there yep. was still some just a little bit south of the downtown area. Yeah, like 4th, I think. Yeah, yeah. It. And I think, uh, you know, I drive down that street all the time, too. And I yeah. remember when they used to have the cobblestones. So, okay, so really, John, though, these five steps to get ready to buy a home before anybody, you know, any showings or anything, it's just, it, it's five steps, but they branch off. There could be like a 1A, B, C, 2A. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. steps, really. And, and, and that's why yeah. it's so important to get on the ball on this early. Yep. We want to try to simplify it for people. So just to break it down one more time, step one, contact your agent, begin your relationship there. Step two, contact your lender and determine your price range. Step three, prioritize your needs and wants, you know, realistic to your price range. Um, Step four, have your agents uh, send you a long list and you can start looking online on ZillowRealtor.com, et cetera. Um, And then, uh, when out of that list that your agent sends you, number five, make a list of your favorites, a longer list, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15 homes, and drive by them all so you start getting a feel for these neighborhoods that are going to be available in your price range. You know, it doesn't make sense to start driving through the, the cheapest, you know, let's let's say you're in the 225 range. Mm-hmm. You want to drive through 225 neighborhoods. There's a lot of different available neighborhoods in that price range. It doesn't make sense for you to be driving by the nicest houses in town. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to be driving by the cheapest houses in town, but knowing the the differences between between those 225 neighborhoods is going to be really important. You just want to for those people who are really prepared and do the best job of buying a home, they're the most happy when the, when they're all said and done and they're in their home. Um they're confident in their decision that they make because um they put in the time to to learn enough about it and they you know all all that. 
it's, so it's, you want to be confident in your decision for okay, sure. Okay, so we're months ahead of starting to look at homes. We've got the relationship with you, John. Uh, we've gone through all your steps, and, and then you start going through uh, your lists and your favorite lists. And so when after getting to know these people, prospective buyers or sellers, you have in mind already what they're looking for then. Yep. So yep. you're keeping your eyes open. Yep. And I would imagine a lot of the times you hear about some of these you know, houses that are available before they're even probably shown in a picture or in a listing anywhere. Yep, that happens quite a bit. Um, and that's something where, you know, when we set up this relationship, all we ask is that they commit to work only with us. And in exchange for that, they get all the benefits of working with us. They um, So if you're a client of mine, and they've signed on with me and they've committed just to working with me and not working with other agents, then they're going to get all the benefits. And that part of that is hearing about listings before they come on the market. Yeah, I do hear about listings before they come on the market, especially in a market like we've got right now. Um, that's really beneficial to people. You know, I have a question too, and this could be, you know, for another episode at some point, but you know, if, if you're living in town here and you have this like relationship with you as a realtor and say you want to move to a different city, I mean, would you still want to contact you or would you want to be in touch with a realtor from that city? That's, that's a really good question. So, um, you know, if you're, if you've got a relationship already with a realtor in that city, you know, you go ahead with that person. If you're like, hey, I want to know who to use. I don't know who to trust out there. That's something where you can contact me and I can refer you to a trusted agent. I'll refer maybe or I'll uh, interview maybe a couple agents out there. And, you know, I know the questions to ask since I'm an agent. I might be able to see through some some things that maybe the average consumer wouldn't be able to see through mm-hmm. just to make sure you're set up with somebody who is competent. It's going to give you, you know, enough the, the proper time and guidance and everything. Um, so it's all about just me asking the right questions. When I find somebody that's a good match for you, I'm going to refer them to you and they actually pay me a referral fee out of that. So it's kind of a win-win. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was just thinking, you know, if somebody else and just got a job opportunity and yeah. they had to relocate and you know, they don't, they don't have time to sit there and go through all that hassle of trying yeah. to, you know, commute back and forth. And I do know. that all the time actually, where, oh. you know, like I've got to sell your house here in town and I've got to set you up with somebody good to help you find a house and wherever you're going. Okay. Like in Nebraska. You know, I, I, I never knew that, that that was part of your job. Uh, it's funny, John, because every time you come in here, I definitely (laughs) do learn something. Uh, there is way more to being a realtor or realty expert than I ever imagined. Yeah. Uh, and and let's face it, uh, buying a house is one of the biggest investments you're ever going to make in your life. Yeah. Um, and there are the steps that need to be taken, and you need to take these steps very seriously. You need to be on the ball. You need yeah. to be ahead of the game a little bit. You do, yeah. People who you know, people who fail to get ahead of the game, like you said, people who aren't prepared, um, they're going to feel a lot more stress through the whole process. They're going to, it's going to be a lot more uh, stressful and emotional, and not mm-hmm. in a good way. You know, we want it to be. We want you to be relaxed. We want you to be in a good mind frame where you can because. Buying your next home, I mean, you're going to spend a good chunk of your life there, so it's pretty important. It's we want to prepare you so you can be, you know, relaxed and enjoy the whole thing and make sure you pick the right place. Now, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer of the bunch here, but uh, if you go through these steps, you do everything that you're telling us to do. Are there? Is it ever happened where just something unforeseen comes up? And and the reason I'm asking is because if you are prepared, like we're talking about today. Maybe it won't be as bad yeah. as it would be if you weren't prepared. Yeah, like if you weren't prepared, one of the most disappointing things that happens for people is if they don't have a pre-approval yet and their dream house hits the market and they they make an offer, 
but there's other offers and they're not able to get their pre-approval letter in time and they lose it. That's one of the most heartbreaking oh, things. Oh, that would be heartbreaking, so yeah. That's why we always harp on getting that pre-approval right away because I don't want to see people go through that. Um, if, you, if you do these things, some of those common stumbling blocks aren't going to mess you up. Um, you, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, of course, we tell people don't do anything that's going to affect your credit in the middle of the transaction. So don't buy a new car. Don't buy a new boat on credit. Don't do anything like that. Don't buy furniture on credit. Um, that's something where it's not common, but we've seen people um, – make it so they can't get the house because they've changed their credit situation Mm -hmm. in the middle of the transaction. You don't want to do that. You know, you don't want to do anything that's going to cause you to lose your job. Um, Sometimes things happen that are out of your control, but the chances of those type of things happening, if you're prepared like this are so unlikely that it's really, you don't have too much to worry about. Wow. So folks, uh, if you're out there and you're thinking about buying a home, uh, you should be thinking about the things you need to do months in advance the five steps and john brodeen if somebody wants to get a hold of you how do they do that yeah text me 701-213-5428 or give me a call i'd love to talk and uh, again congratulations on the wedding my man yes, sir thank you hey how about that john brodeen back realty expert from berkshire hathaway you got the phone number you know the five steps to get ready to buy a home before any showings or anything go through them if you're seriously thinking about buying a new home and get a hold of your realty expert john brodeen at berkshire hathaway and that'll wrap it up for the week, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. We'll wait and see who comes in next Wednesday.